Hello and welcome to the first episode of Positively Trans. This is your host, Kylie Rose Hollow. So episode one, we're going to be focusing on our goals within this podcast, the importance of finding a therapist, physical and mental changes of hormone replacement therapy, and the importance of supporting each other. Thanks for listening and we're super excited to share these stories with you. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to get this podcast rolling. It's been a project I've been working on for the past, uh, sorry about that, past couple of months. And it's nice to finally have it, you know, come to life. So I appreciate you all tuning in to listen today. Um, So I want to really start off just with a quick little intro about my transition. It's going to be really a quick one. We'll get into a little bit more detail as we work through different topics, but kind of going into the beginning, I started um, hormone replacement therapy back on May 4th of 2015, and it has literally changed my life. Um, I've really been able to come into my own and get to be me every day, and that's so exciting. That's really how I describe it to people. Just imagine where you get to wake up and live as the live the way you've always wanted to live. It is truly an amazing feeling uh, to have that every single day. Um, there's definitely been moments of you know triumph and moments of sadness, but I my my journey has been really a, a wonderful one thus far and even even the times of despair and sadness, I've been able to dig deep and find my way back to the positive person I am. And that's been something that's been really important to me is promoting positivity and and maintaining that. In regards to family members and friends, I would say about 95% of them have been super supportive. There are a few family members and friends that are still, uh, haven't been in contact with me, but that's okay. This is a transition period for them as well. And they, if the time they need uh, to think it through is fine, and when they're ready, I'll be here to talk to them. And I think that's a great way to approach it because it's it's not just a straight line. Um, there's going to be zigs and zags, and and sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to to absorb it and you know want to reach out to you. So give your fa- friends and family time. Some may take a couple months, weeks, maybe a couple years, but. You know, just just be patient and it'll work all out. Um, so yeah, that's a quick little intro just about what I started. We'll get into some more of the, the finer details as we go on. Um, but yeah, so now I really want to talk about the different topics we're going to be focusing on uh, within this podcast. I'll give a quick l- couple little highlights of some of the future episodes we have here lined up. And um, we'll definitely cover a lot of topics uh, as we push through. But um, one of the podcasts I'm going to be um, doing in a couple weeks here is about a, a trans athlete, uh, Jillian Bearden. And I, I apologize, Jillian, if I mispronounce your name. So when we talk, you'll have to correct me on that. So I apologize there. But she is an amazing woman. And I'm so excited to hear more about you know her transition in regards to her um, competitive racing. Um, she's a cyclist and She's pretty awesome. Um, but what's really unique about her story as well is she's also involved in the International Olympic Committee. So we'll get into a little bit more details about that. But 
as you may know, there was some drama around trans athletes in the 2016 Summer Olympics. And Jillian's actually working uh, with the International Olympic Committee with that. So we'll learn more about that as we talk to her. But I think that's going to be a really exciting episode. Um, another topic that I'm really excited for, you know, just to learn more about is um, a day in the life of a, a trans man. Um, that's something that often doesn't get talked about a lot. You, you tend to hear stories more about trans women, but I think it's important to touch on that as well because that's, that's a large part of the community um, too. So we definitely want to take some time to learn more about their transition. And I have an awesome guest, uh, Ames Simmons. He is an amazing person. I'm super excited to learn more about his transition and get some more insight and share his story with, it, with you all. And the last topic I really wanted to touch on as well, and like I said, there's going to be many, many topics we're going to talk about within the transgender community, is speaking with trans men and women of color. Uh, they're often subject to violence, um, discrimination a lot more than, um, you know, a, a white trans man, a white trans woman. So <clears throat> it's very important that we, we hear their stories because that's, you know, where we need to make some, some changes and help them as well as we progress and gain more rights for the transgender community. And finally, another thing that's kind of non-related to, to the um, transgender community is I really want to focus on, and this is for anyone, focusing on maintaining positivity in a negative world. Uh, we're often, you know, subject to so many negative things within the media, um, all around us, and I really want to, you know, help people find ways to to be a, to be more positive, um, and also touch too on how to personally grow every single day because I think that's important. If you stop growing, then, you know, that that's not good. <laughs> but we'll get more into that as as we go on. So now we're going to kind of turn around a little bit, head back into one of the core topics of the of this podcast this week, and that's talking a little bit about my personal physical and mental changes since starting HRT. So some of these things I'm going to say might be a little little hard to hear, or people might be, think it's kind of taboo. But I'm very open about my transition. Um, so if it offends anyone, I'm sorry about some of the topics I'm going to talk about. But I think it's important for people to know. The, the different changes you go through because it, it is a journey, let me tell you. It is a journey going through a second puberty. So we'll get into the mental changes first. Um, those are, honestly, once I started hormones, within a couple of weeks, I really started to feel in tuned with my body, my mind. My, my interactions with people are a lot more, I would say, uh, there's a lot more compassion. I'm, I'm able to listen to people better. I'm, I'm able to really focus in. Before, I was more reactive, irrational. Now I really think things through, and that's been a really wonderful, wonderful thing. In regards to, so that's kind of the, the mental changes. It, they're, they're subtle, but they make the biggest difference in my, in my day-to-day interactions with people. Um, in regards to physical, that is a whole lot of crazy there. So I'll start with kind of the first thing I really started to notice, and that was breast growth. Um, they your your breast gets super sensitive. The best way I can describe it is like when in the beginning when things touched my breast, um, it felt like someone was stabbing me with a piece of glass, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. <laughs> 
but as time went on, it, it got, it got less and less sensitive, but you know, I, I'm, I'm still having some growth spurts there. So from time to time, they're, you know, relatively sensitive, uh, when those growth spurts are happening. Um, as far as fat redistribution goes, I'm really starting to see a big change in that. Um, starting to having more womanly figure, getting the, the fats redistributed around my stomach and hip region. So I'm starting to get those, those curves that a, a cisgender woman would have, which is really exciting. So when I put on a dress and I'm like, man, this is awesome. Like having those, those curves, it's, it's, you know, dealing, that's sometimes a dysphoric thing for people. And it, it's not a huge one for me, but it, it is nice to have that womanly figure. Um, so that's really cool. Um, my booty has gotten bigger, which I love. That was one of my, one of the things I really wanted was, you know, uh, a more rounded out booty and that's happened. So I, I always get really like shy when I talk about that, but it's been something that I've been really excited about. Um, in regards to my face, if, if you look at, I have a video of my transition over a year, you saw my face was a lot more, I would say, I, I hate to use the word, but chiseled, uh, more rigid. But over the year time frame, you saw that it softened um, and it looks so much more feminine to, than it did before. And that's been an amazing thing to, to have that, just have that more uh, softer face. Uh, sorry to say more softer. I'm rambling there at that point. But um, anyways, uh, as far as like um, hair growth, that's been amazing. Um, I... I have all natural hair now. I started with extensions. My hair was really short before, uh, when I came out full time, but my hair is getting pretty close to the same length it was uh, with the extensions in, which is really exciting. Um, as far as hair growth on the body, I've it's not coming in as quickly as it used to. Um, in regards to facial hair growth, I have had eight laser hair removal treatments, uh, which can be quite a uh, a painful experience sometimes, but. That's gotten a lot of a lot of the facial hair. It still comes back from time to time, which is one of the things I really struggle with dys dysphoria wise. But it's one of those it's one of those situations where, as weird as this sounds to say, if I have to shave every couple days, it's okay. You know, I get to, I get to wake up and and get to be me every day, and I'm gonna say that a lot. But that's what you know makes that's a way I'm able to work through that dysphoria of having facial hair. So that's a little bit about my um, physical and mental changes since starting hormone replacement therapy. It's been really awesome, and uh, I'm just excited to continue to see these changes. I'm, I'm really, 18 months is when I've talked to a lot of other uh, trans women. That's really when you start hitting your stride. So I'm starting to see a lot of, a lot of changes, noticeable changes, which is super exciting. The other topic that I wanted to touch on was the importance of seeing a therapist. Oftentimes, people that are transgender just want to hop right into hormone replacement therapy. Well, in a lot of cases, you can't because most doctors require a written letter from a therapist, and some states require it. But you definitely need to see a therapist and talk through and make sure this is, you know, you're thinking things through and, you know, you're not thinking it could be something else. So just just go see a therapist and talk, talk through it with them. It literally saved my life seeing my therapist talking to her about, you know, being trans and, and the feelings I had there and also dealing with the other issue that I, that was eating me alive. And that was anorexia. I know, I don't know the exact statistics. I'll have to redo a little bit of research for this as well. And 
that's most most of the times transgender people tend to have other things that they're dealing with. So definitely go in, talk it through. It's so important uh, to have a sounding board and be able to share that story with them and they can really help you through it. And sometimes people are ashamed to go to a therapist, but honestly, do it. It's so important and can really lead you down the right path just to have someone to talk through it besides family members because you have that unbiased uh, opinion from your therapist. And find someone that does specialize in in transgender issues. Um, They're going to be a lot more susceptible um, to to the different things you're going to talk to them about. So moving on to the endocrinologist part, that's where you're going to you know, go to, to get all set up with your hormones. Um, definitely do that. Do not skip that. Don't try and, um, to take estrogen and, and spiro or testosterone on your own. Um, you definitely need to get it prescribed by a professional, uh, endocrinologist. So go in, talk to them, get everything figured out and go get your blood work done. This is no joke. You're changing the chemistry of your body. So make sure you're getting the right dosages because if you go off your hormones or if you're taking too much of something, it can really send you through a loop. And this is about a positive experience of transitioning. You don't want to be going through this emotional roller coaster um, when you're working towards being you. You want it to be as, as fluid as possible. Not to say there's not going to be some crazy moments, but it's important to be on a balance and go in for, you know, every few months to get your blood work done and make sure your levels are correct. So I'm going to end the podcast today uh, talking about the importance of supporting each other, whether that's supporting someone else within the transgender community or being an ally for someone within the transgender community. The more we can support each other, the more we can learn, the more stories we, sh- we, we share, the stronger we're going to be together. So keep, keep being those, that positive light for someone that may be having a bad day. Uh, listen to your friends. Uh, stand up for them. Share transgender stories with people that may be unsure about it. The more knowledge we we get out there in the world, the more understanding there's going to be. Educate, 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 and keep listening, and we're going to do our best to, to spread more love and stories with you folks. So thanks for listening today, and I'm so excited to continue this podcast with you all. Take care. Bye-bye.